You're listening to Bizarre Buffet, a podcast of all-you-can-eat weird. I'm your host, Mark Toriello. I'm Jen Wilson. And I'm Mark Blustein. There'll be food and drink and ghosts. And perhaps even a few murders. You're all in private. When we first went in, one of the people said, Who are you? And Tech said, I'm the devil, and I'm here to do the devil's business. Hi. It's me. Your grandmother. And it's me, your grandmother's hearing aid. Oh my god, I lost you for so long. I'm glad that I found you, though. And you it's found me, me, the most youthful and beautiful grandchild. In the world. That's also the black sheep. Well, it's also, yeah. And he only just hangs around because he wants the inheritance. Absolutely. Yes. When is she dying? Yeah. When, when is, is she dying? dying? <laughs> when is she <laughs> What are we doing tonight? We just had a visit from a psychic and Jason we Voorhees. Did. Yeah. We did. That was oh a really good episode. I'm going to keep saying that, Mark. That's probably one of the best ones I think you've done. Oh, yeah, yeah. That means yeah. so much. Like, I and, really, and I don't want I know. I really think so. And I Thank literally you. was just saying to Jen that I was obsessed with the Silent Twins. I mean, it's that, like yeah. at this point, episode like three episodes ago, but it's like one of my favorites of Jen. Yeah, so we're just so. admiring each other well, tonight. I told you like guys. Grand Slam. I think I told you both that Jerry and I went and saw the Silent Twins, the movie. We actually oh. went to the theaters to see it. Oh, it's, yes. in, a, it's, it's in a theater? Yeah. I feel like it's too cool to be in no, the theater. No, so it's in like a very indie theater that okay. plays yeah. a lot of those Because it's a Sundance indie, film, right? Yeah, it's very art housey cool. and I, I enjoy and love a great art house yes, moment. Yes, absolutely. Um, so if you enjoy the same, The Silent Twins is great. The one thing, I won't give too much away, it it follows very much our podcast, the story. Yes. One thing I did appreciate is when they kind of would go into their own worlds with their writing and their stories. Um, Pepsi Cola addict. Yes, yes. I'm a Pepsi Cola addict. Love that. It went into this really weird animation. Really? Yeah. It There's was, animation in it. Yeah. Anytime like it would go into them either like writing or telling their stories or reenacting their stories, it would go into animation. It was really cool. That's fucking awesome. So I can't wait to see it. You should go see it. We immediately watched like the documentary about yeah, them. My missing my shadow without mm-hmm. without yeah. my shadow, without, I'm yeah. sorry. Which is on YouTube. You guys can find if you'd like. It's funny that we bring up the movie, The Silent Twins, has nothing to do with movies, has nothing to do with twins, Mm -hmm. but my question tonight, actually, Mark Toriello, I think I know your answer to this, I don't know yours, Mark Bluestein, but (laughs) have you ever taken an acting class before? Yeah. I did. Um, just because of college, I didn't have much of a choice. Yeah, you. I remember you uh, always tell me about going and taking acting classes. Intro to acting and directing. And how yeah. was that? How was that experience? I enjoyed it. I actually got something out of it. And also, the cool thing is that the professor that was teaching the class said. There's nothing wrong with being typecasted because it means you're going to have a steady paycheck. It's true. I love that. It is very true. That's great. And I think a lot of times when you're in college, that can be really hurtful to hear. But in reality, like it's actually good to be typecast, to have a specific look or to have a specific type of character that you play. Yeah. I mean, there are so many famous, like, I mean, world famous actors who... I mean, Winona Ryder is always Winona Ryder, right? Right. 
Like, like another person who I always say really made a name for herself based off of her looks is Chloe Sevigny. Oh yeah. my God, yeah. a million I mean, percent. She's very, very talented, but also the fact that she like really made a name for herself based off of her looks. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Mm-hmm. She was like the it girl of that time. Yeah, absolutely. Gummo, great we film. We love that movie. Oh, it's so good. It's very depressing. I will warn you guys ahead That's of time. That's the one with the spaghetti in the, in the bathtub, right? Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I recreate that for Mark every so often and I'll be sitting in um, our shower eating spaghetti. It is on my list of movies to see. I think I don't want to say you'd like it but I I want to say that you'd appreciate it. I love a good weird (laughs) out there movie. You have to be emotionally mentally prepared. You do. You do. It's a little rough. There is some like violence towards animals I think. They don't really get like very graphic but like there's one scene. It's it's a little it's a little rough. It's bleak. It is. But it's, it's it's well done yeah it is tastefully bleak yeah absolutely art house you know very much so i love a good art house yeah it's very much in that realm mark have you ever taken an acting class um i've never taken an acting class but i do recall something from my dissociated brain there was some kind of like play done in a class where like we had these roles i don't remember what it involved you know what when we were in school like i remember we read like the crucible death of a salesman Mm -hmm. a bunch of shakespeare plays so i'm sure you were probably part of something like that reading like that in school or something because i know at least i did probably you mark yeah you have been exposed to some sort of plays in high school yeah for sure I mean, we know my answer because we know that theater is my life, that I've always been in acting classes and I love it. Jen's fantastic. We saw her do, it was Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Thank you. And I was obsessed the whole time. Mark yelled out, yeah, Jen Wilson. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone turned around. I appreciate it. You both being there. Oh, we love to support you. Oh, thank you. Of course. But tonight we are going to acting school. Cool. Oh my God. Before we take this class, mm-hmm. okay, I would like to introduce to you the woman behind the class. Oh, let's meet her. Who is she? So her name is Sharon Gans. Hey, girl. Hey, she Sharon. is an American actress who is best known for her work in the 1972 film version of the novel Slaughterhouse Five. I've never read the book, I've never seen the movie. <laughs> Slaughterhouse Five. Is it Kurt Vonnegut? Yes. Okay. Kurt Vonnegut. Oh. She also has acted, directed, and wrote various plays in and around the New York City area. But she was like kind of more like a D-list okay. kind of actress. Like appeared in some things, but nothing that's like really memorable to us as people. Yeah. I don't like think we as, you know, a society would be like, oh yeah, share again, Slaughterhouse-Five. Yeah. You know? Was she ever in anything that was more well-known? No. Okay. Gotcha. Although her work was located in New York, I need to actually take us across the country to San Francisco first. Oh my God, all right. Sharon and her husband, Alex Horn, ran a school called the Theater of All Possibilities in the late 70s. Sounds culty. Mark, sounds kind of cool. Shut your mouth. You're jumping the gun. I'm sorry. Oh my God, am I Jen Wilson? You are Jen Wilson today. Oh my God, I love it. Thank you, Mark Bluestein. They were driven out of town after accusations from former students surfaced, stating that Sharon and her husband forced students to purchase tickets for their shows and by not doing so would end in physical abuse. Wow. 
Wow. Also arranged marriages and pregnancies. Whoa. For not buying tickets. No, like those <laughs> were other things. I'm sorry. Oh my no, God. no, that's those okay. I'm being silly. Things. So arranged marriages and like forced pregnancies were also oh. a thing. Wow. So I don't yes. teach you that in acting school. So yes, Mark, you were correct. Um, Sharon Gans was in fact a cult leader. Oh my um, God. And using her acting school as a facade for her cult. Oh, that's Sharon. Cool. That's I love that kind of shit. I mean, I reminds me of Suspiria. Oh yeah, yeah absolutely. I actually, you know I'm what? Getting... I started rewatching that again. The the remake not uh, too long ago. Like, and I couldn't so see good. it's so good. It really is. And that Radiohead guy with the Tom York. Tom York, yes. Unpopular opinion. I like his solo work as opposed to Radiohead. You can all fight me on that. Listen, I stand but, with you. But, I do. I'll stand on the side of the fans. I've, I'm had more some, been... I've had some heated debates over that one. Oh, I'm sure. People get very incensed over him. Sharon and her husband packed up. Oh. They, do. They, do. they do. They do. People who are they like, do. they are nuts over that dude. Sharon and her husband, they packed up. They went back to New York to their native hometown and opened the Odyssey Group in the early 80s. Cool. They have some good names. Good for them. They followed a belief system called Fourth Way, which was based off the beliefs of these Russian philosophers who I've never heard of. George Gurdjieff. Okay. And Peter... Ospensky. I mean, this doesn't. This is has no relevance to like the whole story itself. But these are just the philosophers. But these are just the philosophers believing that people live in waking sleep, and that transcendence from this sleeping state requires a specific inner work, which is practiced in private, quiet conditions. Okay. This inner work will supposedly lead to otherwise inaccessible levels of awareness. And or possibilities for personal development. Wow. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Neither do I. Yeah. Like, es- it's- essentially, I mean, from what I've gathered, it's kind of like, oh, wow. So you're asleep as a human and we're going to teach you how to be aware. Awareness. Like essentially. aware of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Like I become am. a more aware being. I you understand. can like, you can go and do a deep dive on fourth way. I mean, I got, I'm really, a member. I got bored after paragraph number two. It's just woo woo. Yeah. This is just so you kind of know what their belief system was, but yeah. this isn't really anything yeah, it's that just we pro- really need to know about here. Yeah. It's just one aspect. Exactly. Cult members referred to Sharon as S or our friend. Oh, um, that's nice. Hi, I'm our friend. Well, I don't think she would come out and be like, I'm, hi, I'm our friend. I think it was like we would be talking about her and be like, oh, are you waiting for our friend to come? Oh, my God. Or I wonder what our friend is going to tell us today in class. Oh, my God. Drinking the Kool-Aid. Well, it reminds me of Heaven's Gate. Yes, they, the, that's what I thought of. and Doe. and Doe. Yes, you know what's funny? When I when I actually, I thought about that when I was, when I found that the cult leaders <laughs> referred to her as our friend and as I was actually thinking. <laughs> back to T and O and the weird names that the Heaven's Gate cult members had. Just for everybody listening, I would like you all to know is that you can refer to me as our friend, but in, of course, the correct um, atmosphere. Correct. When, yeah. when Mark is not in the room, you can refer to Mark as our friend. Thank you, Jen. Yes, exactly. Sharon was said to have targeted the wealthy for the cults, which is very interesting because a lot of times these cults always will target really vulnerable people who yeah. are in really vulnerable 
phases of their lives. Yeah. She would target the wealthy, and some of her students were heirs and heiresses of wealthy families, and some were high salary professionals. There was an account of a student who allegedly bragged about their $20,000 bonus, which Sharon made them sign it over to her on the spot. Good for her. Go, Sharon. I like that she went after the rich. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I I can stand on that side. (laughs) She can be my friend. Yeah, she's our friend. Yes, she is our friend. (laughs) She is our friend. The money from the students were actually used for Sharon and Alex to live a very lavish lifestyle Mm -hmm. where they also purchased a penthouse at the Plaza Hotel. See, I'm okay with that because she wasn't capitalizing off the poor or the regular people. Yeah, exactly. Go for it, Sharon. Over the years, she elevated a number of her most devoted followers to teachers. So you can refer back to the Pyramid Scheme episode. This kind of goes along the lines of how a pyramid scheme works and how you kind of rank up Um, within the company. mm -hmm. They would work their way up to become a teacher. These core teachers would run numerous classes and activities on her behalf in New York. And she actually also had a school in Boston, Massachusetts. Oh Oh. my God, connecting New England. Uh, Exactly. She would direct her devoted followers by phone from her Manhattan apartment or one of her other residences. Over the course of a year, she would give class about 20 to 25 times for about two hours. Oh. Yeah. So she, she, she wasn't really around much. Yeah, she was busy being her friend. At other times, though, like her core teachers would teach the classes. So she was like only working 50 hours a year. Oh, yeah. Oh, Uh, she's iconic. Teach Uh, me your way, Sharon. I wonder how she dressed. Because I'm envisioning like. You can look her up. I'm envisioning like fabulous Chanel blazer. Like cocaine models of the 80s. She wasn't a cocaine model, that's for sure. Vision, uh-oh. like shoulder pads, more shoulder pads. I mean, that's what I want for her, but I have a feeling, according to Jen, that that's not the case. Like a leather mini skirt. You no, know? you're not getting that with Sharon. Uh, Damn. Uh, uh, I'm just like, whole, like I'm, I'm like envisioning like a new wave goddess. We, we want, we want a certain a vision for Sharon. We want a certain Sharon. vision yeah. for Sharon it's that not, you're not getting. It's I'm not sorry. What I, yeah. no. I do, I do appreciate your visions though. Her classes were year-round. They were usually two to three classes a week, four hours each. Students were also expected to attend a weekend retreat once a month. Was Sharon there? Yeah. These retreats consisted of building projects on Sharon's other properties. So, like... (laughs) She made them work. Oh, shit. Exactly. That's exactly it. It actually said that this was for members to allegedly work on themselves. Work on yourself while building my fourth home. And this was always done under pressure and in unsafe conditions as these students had no experience with manual labor. She's like, you're going to learn today, honey. One of her former students, Spencer Schneider, recalls his time at the Odyssey Group, and he was actually groomed by students of Sharon's at a bar late one night and was invited to take a class. This was a statement regarding Spencer's introduction to Odyssey Group. Oh, I can't wait. Schneider was then invited to attend classes he was forbidden to talk about discussing Russian philosophers who, despite his philosophy degree from Washington University in St. Louis, he had never heard of. Oh. As well as Uh 
ancient oral wisdom dispensed by Sharon, who described herself as almost at the level of Christ and Buddha. Oh, well, I mean... He paid a monthly tuition of $300 in cash, which included boxing classes that were supposedly to teach him what it means to be courageous and a hero. Oh, wow. How well, considerate of Sharon. Boxing's kind of cool trait it is to learn. Cool. You know? Yeah, but well, I mean, pa. it seems like something you could pursue in your own time. Yeah. This tuition also included acting classes, fishing trips, oh. um, parties, and retreats. Oh, wow. So kind of like a carnival cruise. Well, it yeah. sounds kind of nice. Well, oh. here's the thing. I read somewhere else that allegedly to be in one of her shows you would have to pay a thousand dollars to be in it which first of all like it is one thing when you're doing theater like community theater not Mm -hmm. professional Mm -hmm. theater to have a small dues that Mm -hmm. you have to pay but that's like for costume rentals to maintain the space yeah you know for like different things not yeah, it's like, for like a, someone's lavish lifestyle. Yeah, it's like a legitimate place that you're contributing exactly. to the function of this um, place were, or theater. Were any of their shows successful? No. Oh. <laughs> Sharon was hands off, baby. Well, she also was very intrusive. Oh, boy. She gave Mark our favorite unsolicited advice. Oh, no. Mm. <sighs> our. <laughs> Oh, we God. hate unsolicited we, yeah. advice. We hear at Bizarre Buffet. It's toxic. Yeah. Con- it is very solicited. toxic. Oh well, don't, she's wait till you hear. Don't don't. You have a podcast. You have a podcast. You know what you should do. Yeah, but like you know what you should, you should do, do is do. produce our fucking podcast you and or shut up. Subscribe to Patreon. Or you know yes. my other favorite yeah. one is is like. This is what you need to do. Yeah. Oh, that. Or this would. is how you. Or you need uh, to do this. No, bitch, no. I don't. Cause yeah. it doesn't work. It might work for you. It doesn't work for me. Exactly. Uh-huh. And you shouldn't be telling people you need to do. Mm-mm. Shut up. Exactly. So <laughs> talk to the hand. Yeah. yeah. Talk to Ew. the hand. Face don't give God. a damn. But, like <laughs> she apparently gave unsolicited advice to her students regarding their sex lives. Oh, but, creepy! So one time <laughs> she ordered a married man in the company to find a young woman to jog with oh, and get oral sex from, like a happily married man to uh-huh. go out and find a young woman. To to first under the pretense of a jogging buddy, to, to also then... get oral sex from. Wow! Like wait, wait, like they would jog together and then go behind a tree and she'd give him a blowjob. I have no idea. Probably I mean, something maybe odd. something like that. Yeah. But she also told another married woman. Oh boy! To uh-uh. go to Italy, stand in the famous Trevi Fountain in Rome, and wait for a man and have an affair with him. Just, did, did she do it? I don't know. Imagine if she did and it worked and she found the love of her life. I mean, story. anything can happen. She was a little cray cray. She actually arranged marriages among students in the groups. She also even encouraged Spencer, who I spoke about earlier, Mm -hmm. to impregnate his 19 year old stepdaughter, which I can happily say he did not take her Uh, advice on. Good job, Spencer. Good job on that one, Spencer. Yeah, really. The hell wants to have a baby, anyways. I mean, really. Yeah, I know. No, thank you. Sharon actually once told a student that she could marry any man she wanted. 
I need to see a picture of her. And arranged for this woman to marry a man who was also in the company, who was happily married to another woman in the group. Oh, oh God. She likes so to be a homewrecker. Yeah. Threw this engagement party oh, and oh, humiliated God. the wife of the married man in front of the group like she was actually in tears. Oh, oh that's terrible. That's not cool. Sharon. Sharon, bad. Bad. Bad, bad Sharon. Bad. Shame, shame. Everybody bad. knows your name. You want to look her up really quick? I bet she dance. looked like a wildebeest. Okay, so Let's when just... you said she looked like the opposite of what I envisioned, yeah, that's sure. what I envisioned as the opposite. Yeah, the, she really? looks... That's. I was like, I don't know. Oh, she she looks like a crusty cigarette. There's a picture of her, though, like when she's young. That's her when she was like young. So she was definitely more put together mm. as like... For those of you listening, I would just like to describe what Sharon Gans, G-A-N-S, looks like. For those of you who have not seen the film The Wrestler, <laughs> it's a Darren Aronofsky... <laughs> It's a Darren Aronofsky film, but she looks like Mickey Rourke <laughs> in The Wrestler. Do with that what you will. But as a crusty cigarette. Yeah, but she as a crusty, crusty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But specifically. Very crusty. Yeah. So now you can all have a vision of what Sharon Gans looks like. Yes. And if you want to know my side story about this older actress that I knew once upon a time, who um, said that she yelled at Marissa Tomei on the set of The Wrestler. It's a great story. She also showed me pictures of her breasts. Yeah. Awesome. Patreon content. Yes. So now you have a vision of what Sharon Gans looks like, Mickey Rourke, The Wrestler. Yeah. And this woman had a flip phone. (laughs) I'm sure Sharon Gans had one too, so... Something else that was really a huge issue in the group was child neglect. Oh, so come on. the children of group members would be left to their own devices in the theater for hours upon hours. I hate that so much. Their parents performed manual labor, took classes, and spent endless hours in rehearsals. Mm. Like, what did these people think they were getting? Did they think that Sharon Gans was going to make them famous actors? Like, come on. God. Well, you never know. You never know. She's remember Christ and Buddha in one. Absolutely. Students were also encouraged, so like very similar to Scientology and all of these other cults we have talked about and that we all know and love. Yes. They were encouraged to dissociate with anyone that was outside of the group. Suppressive people. Yes, suppressive Mm. people. So it was very much like it seemed like it was like some weird artist commune that had like some weird sex shit going on and yeah. manual labor. Yeah, and all for Sharon's horny all delights. So, all for Sharon's lavish lifestyle in the yeah. Plaza Hotel. And, oh my God, really? Yeah, I can't even imagine how much that costs to live there. But Oh God, I, I, I can you only know? imagine like, for like the 80s, I, I can imagine it's probably nothing compared to now. Truly, yeah. Sharon actually died in January of 2021 mm. due to COVID-related issues. I knew it. I was going to say COVID. Oh my God, you're a psychic. Alex, her husband, has also since passed. I'm not sure if it was before or after her, um, and I don't know what the cause of that death was. Mm. Before she died, she cut her children from her will. Oh, come on. For allegedly betraying her for whatever that means. Maybe not not wanting to be part of the Odyssey group. 
No, maybe. Um, maybe they didn't support her ventures of going to the Trevi Fountain and trying to have sex with a stranger. And have an affair and yeah. go find a jogger and what? engage in oral sex <laughs> with. Kind of reminds me of Mommy Dearest when she like oh pulled my. the plug on the well. Well, that's... Yeah, the door. Yes. yeah, Joan Crawford actually did that, didn't she? That's she right. like, actually like, like, took her daughter wait, and she took and both her kids like, out the well, right? Oh my... She did. She but was like... Mm-hmm. It, I don't know. With Mommy Dearest... I, I love her. I just have to say, she is a character I can relate to. Yes. I, I get yeah, it. She's yeah. a terrible person, yeah. but certain things I get. My favorite scene is when she like freaks out on the, the little girl, her daughter, to clean the bathroom. And at the end, the daughter goes, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I know. That's another movie that I feel like I need to go back and oh, revisit one you. of these days. Faye Dunaway, it's man. Iconic. Faye Dunaway is really an underrated... Like, she's she not is. underrated, but she is. You know what it is? Faye Dunaway has come up with a lot of other successful actresses that can play the same parts as her. Yeah. That I think she kind of gets, like, lost in the sauce. Totally. Totally. And now she looks like Mickey Rourke from The Wrestler as well. So does Shelly Duvall. We were just looking at pictures of Shelly Duvall. I know. We love you, Shelly. We do. The school is now called The Study, which is run by four members of the cult and are currently in a lawsuit filed Mm -hmm. by two former members who state that they provided slave labor to Sharon. Oh, boy. Well, that's what it was. I mean, you know, here's my hot take on it. You joined... That's it. You joined. One <laughs> one more thing that I'd like to put out there. Spencer Schneider, who I spoke about before, has also since released a book oh. called Manhattan Cult Story, My Unbelievable True Story of Sex, Crimes, Chaos, and Survival. And Sharon Gans. If I remember correctly, Spencer actually is also a product of an arranged marriage within the group. Oh, wow. Wow. I wonder if he's still married. So, but the the basis of this was all, like, acting. It was all and, acting. Like, theater That classes. she was essentially going to make them famous. She was going to make them famous. Wow. And, like, that was the other thing, too. Like, you had to constantly be taking classes. I think the thing that was, like, really fascinating about this to me is that the fact that, like, people actually believe this shit. Yeah. And just me as myself, like, getting older in my days and, like, reflecting a lot recently. Like, I've been exposed to different types of cults in my lifetime. And, like, I've had experiences like that, and I'm sure other people have, too, that it's, like, very easy to kind of get, like, suckered into it without knowing that you're getting suckered into it until it's too late. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, we all want to have hope, right? Right. Hope and dreams, aspirations are common. And, you know, we all want to believe in something. And sometimes it's easier than other times to be persuaded, you know, but... This might help you to avoid these people like Sharon Gans, Mickey Rourke. <laughs> what I'm what I'm um, curious about with this whole thing is it's kind of like yeah, a storefront. You know, they're, yeah. they're saying it's acting classes, right. but it's, yeah. it's a cult. It's 
it's her funneling money for, for her own needs. Yeah. But I just wonder, like, is there anyone that walked out of it and actually got something yeah. out of it? And they were like, you know what? It was a cult, but I learned this in acting school. Yeah, like, so, what if Angelina exactly. Jolie was part if, of it? If someone left very successful. Yeah. So, like, your last episode, Mark, like, I, ha- I had very little information on this. Yeah. yeah. Like, maybe two articles yeah. surfaced regarding this. One of them being about the lawsuit, probably. One of them being about about the lawsuit, and the other one kind of was more around Spencer Schneider's experience within the cult. Because I think that this is a topic that is, like, starting to come to surface Mm -hmm. recently. Heard it here first. So, yeah. Like, you're probably (laughs) hearing it first from here. Mm -hmm. I would be interested to see kind of where the now formerly known as the Odyssey Group, now called The Study, Mm. winds up. I love how these cults, though, have these names like, first of all, The Odyssey Group, The Study. Like, it just sounds like a cult. Or like, what's The Family? The Family. You got me at Odyssey Group. Yeah, I mean, listen. I'm for it. I'm curious. I would attend just to see it. I would attend if it was free. If it was a free, free, like, intro. yeah. Which, knowing Sharon, she'd be like yeah. 500 bucks. And like knowing me, I'd be sitting in the back like, this is a crock of bullshit. <laughs> yes. But we would still be interested to sit there and to hear, you know, like, I want an e-meter reading. I do. If the Church of Scientology in New York City was doing it, I can't tell you that I wouldn't sit down with those soup cans and put my hands all up on them. But like, tell you me. can do it and then come back and tell us. I will. I also want to be hypnotized for the podcast. Jen and I were talking, we were talking about, about it that when I was doing your hair. Yeah, and I said that I would volunteer to be hypnotized on the podcast. I would too. I would just be afraid I would like pee myself. Well, I would. Because I feel like your body does like weird things. They do do weird things. What if I yeah. pee? So, so if you want one of us to be hypnotized um, live, let us know. Let yeah. us know on Instagram and Facebook. At Bizarre Buffet. Yes. Yeah. fucking com with the fucking in the dot com. Uh, Bizarrebuffet.com. Yeah, absolutely. We also have a YouTube channel. So if we you're do. listening to us, you can Hi. watch us. Hi, can Hi. you see me hey right now? Hey, I'm can doing a little queen hand wave for you. Uh-huh. Cup the hand. Very. But nice. if you're watching us, we are also a podcast. So you can listen to us on any um, podcast Audio. platform. Sure can, yeah. baby. Do you and hear us through your speakers? If you're feeling, you know, generous and you want to make it rain money, yeah. we have a Patreon. Patreon.com. Mm-hmm. We have a Patreon, and $3 a month gets you a handmade Bizarre Buffet pin. Designed yeah. by Mark Toriello himself. That's right. That's um, right. And if you're, like, you know, into me, I'll, like, you know, kiss it. Yeah, absolutely. And Mark will also send you a picture of his feet. Yeah. I'll send you a pic- sure. I have beautiful feet. Yeah, um, I'll send you a picture of my asshole. And $3 a month also gets you. And I'll send a picture you. of my hand. There you yeah. go. Beautiful. We're into hand modeling. Yeah. But $3 a month will also get you uh, unlimited access to what? Like unseen... Oh, unseen content. Unseen content. You've listened Loopers, to us. You can only imagine Loopers the things that we have to access. cut out. And oh then, my goodness. So you know people that you do not want to take to a family function. Oh, absolutely not. Jen and I were laughing at a funeral once. Yeah. Trust me, it's true. Absolutely, yep. <laughs> and $10 a month gets you all that good shit and you get blindfolded drawings of, of your, your choice. choice from Jerry the three and I of us. were laughing in the middle of putting his dog down like oh, we're the wrong people yeah. to exactly. Take. exactly we are the wrong people to take to any serious yeah. event mm-hmm. anything 
and ten dollars a month also gets you a video shout out. Yes. Yeah, it does. What's your name, Tim, Bob, Camille? What do you want? Tenille. We'll do and a blindfold for you. Yeah, anything. That money helps us produce content, keeps yeah. our website going. It, you know, yeah. it's not going just into so it. you can continue to see our horny little faces. Absolutely, it's so horny for beside the thing. Anyway, so mm. I'm done plugging. <laughs> You're a butt plug. I'm like business. Mm. Business. Well, that's okay. With that being said, my name is Sharon Gans. And I am her penthouse at the Plaza Hotel. I love my penthouse so much. Mm. I and keep you nice and warm. You do. It's beautiful as well. I keep you well. safe. I you give do. you shelter. You do. From the elements. And I'm Tilda Swinton from the remake of Suspiria. Wow. Oh, oh my, my God. God. I hope she's at the Plaza. Yes. Wow. Tilda Swinton. <laughs>